I'm Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And, and we, we are, are Between, Between the, the Jays. Graduation's over. Graduation season is over. Yes. Got got the boys. Twins graduated. Yes. And have, we're on to the next chapter. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yes. So, so we're turning the corner toward July. Mm-hmm. Well, June's a little more quiet, but let's talk about the Fourth of July. Yes. Tell us about the Firecracker Walk. Okay, so the Firecracker Walk is it starts at Noonan City Church, mm-hmm. and we'll leave there at seven, and it's just an informal five k. Okay, and we just want people to show up, and if you don't want to do five miles, you can do five steps. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do, but just to show up, um, the entry free. Fee is on Eventbrite. Okay. And we also have the old-fashioned paper forms, which a lot of people like those still. <laughs> old-fashioned paper so forms. So we'll leave. When we finish with that, we will um, we'll go and walk the 4th of July parade, which meets at the Veterans Park. And then we leave Veterans Park and walk through downtown Noonan, circle right in front of the Greenville Street Park, and okay. then go back toward town. So it's just a short route, but that's just fun. Fun way to start 4th of July. All right. To get ready for the fireworks. That's right. That will, again, this year be out at the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure that you get there early. The Rotary is going to be sponsoring that again this year. And you want to be there early. Carpool. The gates open at 5. You want to come out because there's going to be entertainment and food and all yes. kinds of fun. So And carpool come out at 5, 530. And then, of course, the fireworks start at 930. Whenever then you have start. to go to work the next day. Because <laughs> this year it's on a Tuesday. Oh, it's yeah. going to mess up everybody's yeah, week. Yeah, it usually works that way. Oh, so, my goodness. Anyway, but um, market day is the first Saturday of every month, and that's until December. So, And then the, the produce, the fresh produce mm-hmm. market starts Wednesday. That is tomorrow at the fairgrounds. Oh. So okay. you got local gardeners out there selling Whatever they're producing right now. Hopefully some tomatoes. <laughs> I know. You're always a favorite for the tomatoes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, so this morning we have an opportunity. <laughs> Our guests today are Anastasia Smith and Angel Harris, and they're with the Trinity Center. So thank you. So, Oh, I'm sorry. White. So sorry. I got that wrong. Okay. I read that. Sorry, Angel. What was I thinking? <laughs> Angel White. So sorry. Um, so they are with the Trinity Center, and they're going to be sharing with us about the Trinity Center. So it, why was it important to change the name of the center for you all? So um, we operate now in Douglas County and Coweta County. And, you know, besides the, the obvious, it was quite awkward mm-hmm. for my staff to answer the phone, the Douglas County Task Force, when indeed <laughs> we are now in Noonan. And so we also thought that the word task force implied that we were somehow related to or affiliated with law enforcement. And although we work closely with law enforcement, we're very much quite different. We're a neutral um, environment for people to come and get interviewed or have an exam. So it was important to make sure that the name represented who we are and what services we provide. And what, and I probably should have started out by asking, and what is, what are the services that the Trinity Center provides? So here in Noonan, it is a buy center. And so we provide um, a child advocacy services, and then we do sexual assault services. So we service where 
children where there's allegations of sexual abuse, physical abuse, or if they've witnessed violent crimes. We have interviewers on staff to interview them, um, facilitate a forensic medical exam, and then when we have a sexual assault victim, whether they're adolescent or adult, we have a medical provider who can perform a forensic medical exam. So here in Noonan, we're a bi-center, but the task force holistically is a tri-center. And so in Douglas County, we have those two services, but we also have a domestic violence component where we assist um, victims and survivors getting a temporary order of protection and do court accompaniment with um, survivors. And so we're a tri-center, which is how we came up with the name, the Trinity Center. When was this, like, when was the organization started? Is it like a nonprofit? It is a nonprofit. <clears throat> and originally, the task force was created in 2008 by Barbara Hogan in Douglas County. And then um, myself and Tania Washington, who's my pro- program director over the CAC, we both started last year in July. And so we are fairly new to the organization. And so now was an important time to like make that transition. And so we had been in Douglas since 2008. And then we took over um, here in Noonan in March of this year. And so here we are a few months later, and we are so excited to rebrand, rename, and get refreshed here in Coweta. Oh, so when you say you took over was there something here or is just like a fresh start here or like what what prompted you to come to Noonan Coweta County so there was a previous child advocacy center Mm -hmm. and sexual assault center here in Noonan however they closed their doors here in Noonan and we were asked by the criminal justice coordinating council if any CAC was interested in taking over the facility, like the place that they were at, taking over their lease, so that Coweta would not be without services. And so even though Tania and I were new in our roles, we thought that it was very important for a community not to go without services. Um, So we talked about it prayed about it and said, you know, we can do this. Not only is it important for the citizens of this county, but also it can provide jobs, community service um, events, outreach coordinations here in Douglas. So we, you know, we're offer. We're able to offer services to people as well as offer jobs to people. So we made the decision that, yes, we were going to expand while we were still growing up, Mm -hmm. Douglas. So it's been an interesting feat, but definitely a blessing. Yeah. So what can the community do to support your organization? So, of course, we are always looking for volunteers Mm -hmm. um, to come in and volunteer Mm -hmm. at events we may have, volunteer at any outreach um, community service events that we may have. Um, We are currently looking for SANE nurses, it's sexual assault nurse examiners, it's RNs um, who um, can go through or even have the sexual assault didactic Mm -hmm. to perform forensic medical exams of both adults and adolescents as well as do pediatric cases Mm -hmm. so that um, victims of sexual assault Mm -hmm. and children who need medical exams can actually have them done at our more friendly, neutral environment here in Coweta because currently they have to drive quite a ways to Mm -hmm. have an exam done. And so we'd like to get more nurses on staff to be able to do that. And lastly, of course, the biggest issue is that we are a nonprofit. We are funded by grants. And so we are always looking for private donors or donations to our organization so that we can keep the doors open. Right. Yeah, I know there's, I don't know how that would tie, but there's the Coweta Community Foundation that has different pockets Mm -hmm. of charitable organizations that they bring into their window. Mm -hmm. And that might be something in the future 
So, yeah, the job could awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we attend that meeting monthly now. We got mm-hmm. um, connected with them um, right when we started. Um, I think we attended the first meeting um, in April. We opened the doors in March, and we attended that first meeting in April um, and started connecting with them and um, just all of the different entities there. Um, so when we have that meeting, they have the different events. We tell them what's going on at our center, what mm-hmm. the needs are, mm-hmm. and we all are trying to come together to support each other at, for the different community events. Um, we also met with the um, domestic violence advocate here who does the temporary protective orders, um, who's been a great help for us too, as well as um, serving Carroll County and other areas. Mm-hmm. So when we can't help them with a restraining order here, we can at least refer them to Cassandra. Yeah, it's kind of nice because there's like a, I guess there's a there's just a lot of different organizations that work mm-hmm. together. I know through the chamber they mm-hmm. have just one particular you know all the nonprofits that meet and just talk about what they do and help one another because we all are in it together. Yes, mm-hmm. it's helpful being a part of those organizations yeah. because if you don't know what another nonprofit's mm-hmm. needs are mm-hmm. or what their services are, you might end up duplicating services or you might have a service mm-hmm. or that they may need to refer and vice versa. And so it's important yeah, to know that. You know, we also have the um Samaritan Clinic mm-hmm. which is just, you know, mm-hmm. the free health care, you know, that might be someone that y'all could tie in with so there's a lot of neat opportunities and you start thinking about it like oh yeah they could work on this together and this and <laughs> that yes. is awesome yeah well when there is someone or if someone's concerned about a child's well-being what are their next steps so you can always call our crisis line and make an anonymous um tip or give anonymous information and our crisis line um, the telephone number is 678 715-1196. However, we only take referrals from our MDT partners and our community partners, which is law enforcement, DFACS, the school, the school police. And so we take referrals from those entities. So we can't take a direct referral. But what we can do is if somebody wants to give information and they're not at the point where they want to call the police or DFACS, they can definitely call us and we will reach out to law enforcement and let them know, hey, we received this anonymous tip on our crisis line. We don't know the validity. However, it is our job and our responsibility to relay this message to law enforcement and to DFACS (laughs) so an investigation can start. So, um, okay, and you just kind of explained to me how somebody does make a referral. So how do you coordinate with law enforcement, too? Is that is the referral the biggest way that you work with law enforcement? Yes. So the referral is the biggest way that we work with law enforcement. Although we are a nonprofit neutral organization, we work closely with our community partners with our MDT meetings. Mm-hmm. And MDT is a multidisciplinary um, team. And it is all of the people who are involved in the investigations or involved in the process of investigating crimes against children. They all come together. We meet monthly and we go over cases and statuses to make sure that one hand knows what the other hand is doing. And we encourage challenging like, hey, have you thought about this? We know that this is the direction that you're going in, but have you considered this or have we done this? Because what we may think is important as an advocacy center might look quite different than what law enforcement might need or what defects might need. And making sure that everybody is held accountable for what they're supposed to do or Mm -hmm. what we're we're required to do by law. So it's a great opportunity for all of us to sit down, coordinate, to make sure that cases don't fall through the cracks and make sure that we hold each other accountable during this process. 
I would think that that's really scary for, for the victims that you're working with and even for them to have the courage to talk to someone about what's happened to them. Absolutely, which is why having a child advocacy center and a sexual assault center is important. It's very scary to take a child who might have had something happen to them, go into the police department and talk to a police officer about the things that have happened to them or the trauma that they've Mm -hmm. experienced. Whereas if you go to a child advocacy center, it's child friendly. If you guys come to our facility, it is super child friendly. Mm -hmm. It's a great environment. And we have um, interviewers, forensic interviewers Mm -hmm. who have had training on the proper way to interview a child and making sure not only does the child feel comfortable going through that process, but that the information that they receive from the child can be used in subsequent um, trials to hold someone accountable. And that's very important. You don't just want to get the information and then something happen and it not be able to be used. But by using qualified forensic interviewers, you, 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 you're at a better position of ensuring that the person who might have done something to a, to a child is held accountable for the things and the trauma that they've caused, not only to the child, but vicarious trauma that their families, parents, other siblings might experience because of their trauma. And so it's not just about the child's trauma, but it's about family dynamics and actually making sure that the whole family is serviced when they come in. And so when, they, when children come to our center, yes, we want to provide the child therapy. We want to ensure that they are in a safe space, mm-hmm. that they're medically safe. But we also want to branch out and have a holistic approach and make sure that we provide wraparound services to the family as well to ensure that their mental health is in a better place and that they can recover from the trauma that someone in their family has experienced. As part of our job, I would say, me as a program coordinator, um, when they come into the center, um, the family, you can see it on their face. You can see Mm -hmm. the stress. You can see the oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. And so it's my job to kind of talk them through the next step, through the criminal justice process, to make sure that I can answer any questions that I can't answer. And if I can't answer the questions, you know, hooking them up with their um, investigator who's assigned to their case. case. And then the forensic interviewer, she comes out and she introduces herself and she makes them feel comfortable, gives them an opportunity to ask any questions before they just kind of take their child back Mm -hmm. to be interviewed. Mm -hmm. Um, But so they're very good with just making sure that the family just feels comfortable we you know offer snacks what kid doesn't like snacks we just make sure that there's you know toys and just stuff for our older kids to do as well we just make them feel comfortable and we talk to them a good 20 30 minutes before and just to ensure that they are not re-traumatized so where is this the office located so the office here in noonan is at 53 jefferson parkway Suite 53, it's 53 A and B, so we have dual sides um, here in Noonan. That's Noonan, Georgia, 30263. And um, in case I have not mentioned it, all of our services that we provide are free of charge. And so all of the forensic medical exams, all of the forensic interviews, everything is free to the child and their families. And we also um, help families apply for victims' um compensation. And so the government, if you go through therapy, let's say, the government offers up to 
$15,000 in reimbursable expenses if you go through therapy. And so that's money that a family doesn't have to have put out of pocket to pay for a service that is needed if someone experiences trauma. And so when you come to our center, there's no billing. We are actually fully grant funded and funded by the community, our community partners and our donors. And that is what keeps our doors open and allows us to provide this service free of charge. And now to communities, which is awesome. So today is an exciting day, too, because you have your ribbon cutting. Yes. So we are actually doing two ribbon cuttings, one here in Noonan and one in Douglas County. So our ribbon cutting here in um, Coweta County and in Noonan is at 11. And the second ribbon cutting is in Douglas County. um, And it is at three o'clock. And this is our symbolic moment of stepping into going from the task force with a different... um, just a a different way of feeling. You know, you you feel differently when you talk about a task force. Mm -hmm. And this is a stepping into truly going into a Trinity Center where our vision is the same, but definitely building upon the advocacy work and really a community education piece to what our our, our agency was designed to do. And so today is definitely an awesome day um, to make that transition, to change our name to the Trinity Center. And we look to um, be here in Noonan and educating the public on what they can do, um, signs of trauma, things that they can do as far as coming and volunteering at our agency, and definitely reaching out to see if anyone would like to be a donor. I can't let that go because we must keep the doors open now that you're here in the community yes you um there's a lot of people that have giving hearts and and they love and they want to give back it's finding those people and being visible Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that that's a part of what you will be doing and we're glad to have you here absolutely thank you all so much and thank you all for having us you are so welcome and before we do um sign off if someone wants to make a donation how do they do that so you can do that our website is currently being finished okay. the new website mm-hmm. and so the new website will be the trinity center.org so the trinity center.org and there is a donut donate tab on our website. So you click the website, you put in your information and you can choose a one-time donation or to get on our monthly donor Mm -hmm. um, registry. And so people can go to our website. The website is up, but it is being developed. And so Mm -hmm. our previous website is still up, but we would like for people to use the trinitycenter.org to make donations. And if they want to be a volunteer, is that also where they can reach out the volunteer tab will be up and running soon (laughs) but they can always call our crisis line and leave their information to be a volunteer Um, so we'll give the crisis line and then we'll give the office number our crisis line number again is 678-715-1196 and our direct office number is 470-414-1022 and they can ask talk to anybody who answers the phone Okay. Awesome. Wonderful. Was there anything else that you wanted to share today about the Trinity Center? Not necessarily to share about the Trinity Center, but just to to thank the community here. Everyone in this community has been so open, so helpful. The district attorney, the sheriff, the the police department, the defects here, everyone has been so amazingly helpful as we work through this transition. It has not been perfect. Um, There have been some challenges along the way, but it is definitely the community support 
support that we have had mm-hmm. that have led us to today, that have led us to today. It's, it's, awesome. It has been awesome. And I just want to thank the members of our MDT partners and to thank the, the Noonan and Coweta County for um, embracing us and welcoming us to this community. Awesome. We're glad to have you. Thank yes. you. Well, thank you so much for yep. coming thank today. You. And it's Angel White and Anastasia Smith. And we just look forward to seeing how this agency will grow in the community, too. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm Jackie Robertson. I'm Joy Barnes. And, and we, we are Between, Between the Jays. Jays.